Welcome to Vertical with Veter, a podcast exploring the latest in vertical storage solutions. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Vertical with Veter, a Veter podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And folks, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the show. We appreciate you listening along. As you're listening to our conversation, make sure that you're heading to our website, storevertical.com. Again, storevertical.com for more information on our solutions and services, as well as other pieces of Veter content. You can also find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We encourage you to subscribe there, and then you'll have a full catalog of previous conversations, as well as notifications when we drop new ones. So on today's episode of the podcast, we're getting a look at Veter's VLM solution and how it intersects with today's material handling needs. Across industries, people need to conserve space, people need security and safety, and of course, they need efficiency in their day-to-day operations. And this has only been accentuated by COVID, which after crushing demand, has now put workfloors in a tough situation. How do we ramp back up production and fulfillment efficiently and in some cases with increased demand as well. So here to explain the value of a vertical lift machine for today's material handling needs, I'm pleased to welcome our two guests, Robin Chestnut and Ryan O'Donnell, both part of Veter's sales team. Robin, Ryan, great to have you both on. How are y'all doing? Doing great. Thanks. Great, Daniel. Pleasure getting to chat with both of you. I'm looking forward to pulling from your insights and getting to learn a little bit more about Veter's VLM and how it intersects with today's needs. I want to start by actually getting to know uh, both of your perspectives and experiences in the material handling industry is just a little better. That way our audience understands what you're bringing to the conversation. So uh, we'll start with Robin here. How did you land at working with these solutions and since you've been working in the material handling industries, what has been the biggest takeaway you've learned about said industries that you uh, now serve? Well, uh, I have a sales background, and, and that's how I came to work at Veter. Veter, uh, I, I live in the, the one of the towns that Veter has a plant in, and uh, so it's just down the road. And I've always admired Veter uh, just as a manufacturer. Um, it's sort of the one of the bases of the economy. That along with farming, you're you're producing something new out of out of raw goods, uh, and that's where the the real value comes from. So I've always been uh, admiring them from afar. So I'm really proud to be able to be part of the team and and part of it now. So you know, as part of the sales staff, it's it's really about finding solutions for the client and and uh, it's great to be um, part of a company who who is dedicated to just that so you can feel really good about what you're doing and find solutions for people and now same question to you ryan how did you land at uh, working in the material handling industries and what have been some takeaways that you've learned since uh, serving their needs yeah um, so my father um, Jerry O'Donnell has been in the industry for over 20 years. Um, when I was in college, I started doing installations for Veter. Um, over the summers, sort of like a summer job, um, got my hands on a lot of the machineries, doing installations across the country, um, got really comfortable with the product. And then after graduating college, Veter approached me to take a sales position. And we started at Inside Sales and slowly took over at Territory and have been here now for six years in sales. So um, started sort of from the ground up with installation, worked myself into sales, and uh, I've been that ever since. Perfect. Thanks for that perspective, y'all. Let's get deeper into the conversation now. Moving forward, uh, you know, feel free to uh, both of you answer 
any and all questions here. So I want to start here. As a sales team, when we're working with an end user, what's your approach to helping said business find the right solution to meet their needs? What is uh, you know, what are the main factors that you have them walk through? And how do you personally try to ascertain what do these people need? How do we serve them best? You know, when a lead comes to us or if we go to them, what we want to do is is start with what they're doing now and uh, and really dial in on defining the the problem that they're having. Most companies um, are are searching us out because they're out of space. They've committed to their particular location. They had plenty of space when they first got there, but they keep getting new assets in to to help build their products. And and soon, you know, their facility is full. And so you can ask facetiously, did well, have you expanded into your parking lot? And they say, look, we can't do that. Veter's in a lucky position where one of our main plants is, it was part of uh, the family farmland. And so the place just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And we kept expanding. And we do use, you know, all of our, our products in our production facility as well. But uh, a lot of people don't have that luxury, and if they're going to move their facility, they might have to move, you know, 100 miles or 100 kilometers away, and moving, you know, a staff of 30 or a staff of 200 to a different town is impossible. So they need to make the best use of their space, and often that means um, using, you know, very often unused vertical space, and of course, lifting heavy things with forklifts or climbing up ladders or Doing things like that is not super safe, but uh, you know, wouldn't it be great if you could hit a button and your 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 products, your tooling, your consumables, what have you, just comes right down to you uh, while you stand, you know, on the floor. And so, it's a safe way to use space, and and that that's really what most of the clients are looking for is you know how how do we how do we maximize the use of our our cubic foot space. The most important part of us providing a full solution or a perfect solution for a customer is understanding, like Robin said, the limitations where they're where they're at, getting bottlenecked at, um, whether it's space, production, and just really understanding that customer. Um, if we can put ourselves in their shoes and understand their business and that particular customer, um, that goes a long way into us suggesting whether it's a carousel, a vertical lift module, whatever it may be. It really helps us provide them with the perfect solution for their exact facility. And I'm curious, each of y'all's individual approach to this here, but when you're doing sales work, it's not just, you know, pitching the product, obviously, and, um, you know, identifying, okay, which solution is going to be best for you, but it's also a lot of soft people skills. It's, uh, you know, truly an empathetic kind of mentality and also a solutions-driven mentality. So as you're working with the folks in today's material handling industries, how do you balance both of those things personally, and uh, how have you found that that helps you better understand what their most pressing needs are today? Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with um, putting yourself in their shoes. Um, I'm sure Robin can attest to the, the number one thing I like to think about when a customer contacts me is where are they getting stuck? Where's their bottleneck here? And maybe it's three, maybe it's three places. Maybe it's safety. Um, maybe it's accessing the product, ease of accessing the product. So they're having an efficiency issue and maybe it's the footprint as well. Um, so we'd like to take that, put them in order from most important to least important 
and and put ourselves in their shoes and providing what a perfect solution uh, we would provide them. It may be that they don't have the budget for the absolute perfect situation for the perfect solution. And in that case, you know, we'd work ourselves backwards and, and give them another option. But um, I think putting ourselves in their shoes is, is the key to giving them that solution. Yeah, absolutely. I'd have to agree with that. Um, they, they often come to us with one need, say, you know, we're out of space and we want to go vertical. But then as we talk to them, we realize, ah, you have some, some big, heavy, expensive stuff. And, you know, it's getting damaged with the way that you, they're, they're currently doing it. Um, and it's too time consuming. So now if we can increase retrieval time and, uh, and, and reduce any damage to their goods as it, as they, uh, and maybe it's a, a throughput question. Maybe it's just a bottleneck in time and, uh, they really need to reduce that as well. So, uh, it, it sometimes takes a little bit of uncovering, but if they come to us looking for one benefit, they often get uh, four or five. And, you know, having that conversation and figuring out where they're at and not just, you know, you know what their, their basic product specifications are uh, and what their ceiling height might be, both, you know, are key questions as to, you know, figuring out what capacity our, our machines are going to be able to deliver them, but, uh, but also giving them those other uh, factors like retrieval times and being able to have uh, part security on their inventory and that type of thing. On our last episode of the podcast, we learned all about Veter's mission statement as a company and its development of technologies over the years. So we don't need to get too specific into this, but I am curious from both of your perspectives, how have you seen Veter innovate and modify its material handling solutions over the years to match these shifts in the industry? And if you need to, go ahead and lay out what those shifts in the industry have been and then how Veter has responded. The shift is, is there's absolutely a shift towards automation um, as that's just where the world is moving in material handling in just about every, um, every single market out there is trying to get more automated. And as I see that happening, uh, we've made great strides at Veter in moving towards that way. Um, we've redesigned our software, our inventory control software is top notch. Um, the integration process is, is getting better and better, um, even down to the hardware we put on with the touchscreen computers onto the front of these machines. Um, Veter as a whole is is always making changes to units to better them for industries, even breaking into new markets. Um, when I first got to Veter six years ago, a vertical lift system for sheet metal and bar stock, um, that was a brand new concept to us. We just started building one and we actually had built that unit for ourselves because we saw a need for it in our production facility. Um, so we built ourselves one, designed one and started manufacturing them and, and marketing them um, to other companies. So that's that's been a very successful product line with Veter. Um, we've done a ton of work on our, our pan carousel, our standard pan carousel throughout the last five years has completely changed. We've added um, safeties to it. We've added emergency drill drive systems to it. Um, like I said, we've added the, the upgraded inventory control software to it. So um, I think Veter does a really, really good job. And what makes us stand out is our ability to adapt to the market changes and, and where that's heading. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of our products come from, you know, a genuine need in the marketplace. And, and maybe it's one customer bringing us, you know, the opportunity to look at that uh, and say, hey, can you solve this problem for me? 
And oftentimes we realize, well, if we solve this problem for this gentleman or this company, this person, then, you know, there, there's a lineup of other people looking for the exact th same thing, whether they realize they need it or not. They don't always write it right off the bat, but once it's on our website and they find it, they go, yeah, yeah, that's, that's just what I need. Or they'll see something on our website and say, hmm, I don't know if my product fits that exactly, but, you know, with a few modifications, maybe it would. And so they call us up and, and yeah, you're right. We need to do some customization. But uh, if we make our frames just a little bit, you know, bigger or wider or, you know, in, increase the motor size, then um, then certainly we, we can provide uh, a tailored solution for each customer. And sometimes um, it, it creates a window into a whole new industry. Uh, for instance, the, the printing, packaging, converting industry you know, uses cylinders that they need to hang from our mandrels, whereas our carpet car uh, carousels, the, the, the roll of the carpet goes right on, you know, the, the mandrel goes through that roll. So it's, it's a very similar looking machine, but it, it operates differently for a different product. And uh, as clients come to us with, well, with accessories and options, we go, oh, yeah, that would be an easy ad, too. And uh, so we have a fantastic engineering team. I think I think at least 10 percent of our uh, uh, staff is in product development. Um, so we really are poised to, to tackle uh, solutions for people. I want to ground the conversation around something timely as well. Uh, companies are finding their feet again after the initial slowdown from the worldwide pandemic. We're almost a year out from uh, the first wave of shutdowns here in the U.S. And company growth is starting up again. Uh, we're seeing expansion plans are being eyed. Production floors and companies are returning to full staff, full speed as well, demand increasing. But with all of this, we're seeing many material handling challenges as um, industries are dealing with this return to high demand and you know what they might call quote-unquote normal but obviously normal looks different today so with all that in mind what are some of these material handling challenges you're seeing today as uh, we pick back up production since covid and why are these the challenges that we're seeing i think it's been a trend for a while now and maybe it's being um, amplified uh, with covid but like I say, people need to make the most of their facilities. Uh, they're, they're looking for efficiencies uh, everywhere they can, whether they're using a, you know, a Kanban parts um, system to, to manage their inventory or whether they're adopting uh, lean manufacturing principles. But they need, they need more space, whether it's for their consumables, for receivables, uh, maybe it's for buffer storage during their, their manufacturing process. They, maybe they need you know, extra storage for their tooling as they expand their production line. And um, you know, they're looking at all those efficiencies in their workflow. They're, they're, they're trying to alleviate bottlenecks like we have in, in, uh, in, in producing our VLS. Um, increasing throughput is always is is the bottom line, and so if if we can help them with their um, parts orders and tying in with their ERP system or their WMS uh, warehouse management software, um, and, and tie that all in, it's it's all leading towards Industry 4.0, and and that's been a trend for some time now, and uh, it, it's only you know increasing in that direction um, as we move forward. 
Yeah, I, I think we've seen COVID affect um, just about every single industry we work in. I mean, we're in industries all all over the map. We work with hospitals for bed lift storage. Um, we work in a ton of manufacturing facilities, and, and they've been dealing with shutdowns and new capacity limits to how many employees they can have in their facility. So um, a vertical lift module or a vertical lift system for sheet metal, um, they might be able to get away with only having 10 employees in that section of their facility, whereas before it took 15 um, so that that really helps them stay lean, as Robin mentioned, lean manufacturing there. It's even affected the way retail is and how customers shop for product. Um, we recently did a job for Sam's Club, and we're on a rollout program with them where um, we're doing a BOPIS carousel where the customer will go ahead and order all of their products that they're looking to buy at their local Sam's Club through an app. Um, the, the employee inside the store will pick that product, put it on our carousel, and when the customer shows up at that store, um, all the employee does is scan the customer's phone. The carousel automatically rotates the product that they ordered, shows up on the carrier. The employee picks it up and takes it out um, to the consumer. So uh, when I was in that Sam's Club location, um, the numbers were up over a thousand percent for customers using that app. So um, COVID's definitely changed a, f a few of these industries that we work in, and um, it's just learning how to deal with it now, and 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 hopefully using our products to help them deal with it. Absolutely. As as people get busier and busier, they want to spend less time shopping or less time walking around in the store, and uh, so we are actively developing multiple BOPUS products. Uh, and, and that might be a topic for a whole new podcast. Noted. I'll jot that one down for the follow-up. You committed yourselves to another podcast. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue. So to loop Veter in more specifically, you bring vertical lift machines to a variety of different industries, everything from aerospace, small electronic manufacturing, uh, defense contractors, auto dealerships, woodworking, fulfillment, et cetera, et cetera. Can you explain how needs that we just broke down, these challenges that material handlers are having, have differed from industry to industry? Are there any unique uh, situations that pop up in a manufacturing material handling situation versus a fulfillment one or defense versus a woodworking one. Go ahead and break that down for us and what some of those unique issues are per industry. The, the needs are almost always the same. We Our, our machines always provide, um, they always reduce the footprint. Um, they always make the, the product more accessible and in a, in a timely manner, in a safe manner. I think the key industry to industry is which part of that they're going to focus the most on. Um, whether you're selling to a company like Eaton that has thousands of parts little tiny small electronic parts on a vertical lift module. Well, those guys are going to be a little bit more focused on the inventory control of the unit. Um, they've got 10,000 pieces on the on the vertical lift module. They need to know where every single piece is and need to be get it, get it down in seconds. Um, so those guys might not be as focused on the footprint reduction, which our machine off, also offers them, but more so on the inventory side of it. And then you have a customer in a manufacturing facility who is storing 
uh, say tooling, right? The tooling, there's maybe only 15 of them on a carousel, and they're not so concerned about what's actually, which ones are on that carousel. They know their 15 tools are on that carousel. Um, but for them, it's it's an accessibility issue. They, they're having a hard time accessing that. What would normally take a forklift to bring the product down now can be done with the machine. So I, I think most of our machines provide um, the same basic features. It's just industry to industry. Um, those companies might focus and, and be drawn to one of those certain features, whether it's the inventory control, accessibility, um, safety, all of the above. Yeah, another spot where you see it in manufacturing is, uh, if you imagine a manufacturing facility, they have all sorts of, of different, uh, you know, automated uh, tooling that, you know, they need to keep spare parts and, and maintenance parts, uh, you know, on hand. They, they can't be... Uh, ordering from, uh, you know, across the ocean, waiting to get their machine up and running again. So they're, they're just maintenance facilities are, are saying, okay, wh where are we going to put all these, these, uh, these parts uh, just for maintenance and, and upkeep of the facility? And you go, well, let's store them vertically. And then you have them all right there. And, and uh, you know, you never miss a day because uh, a machine is down. Now, I want to get y'all's thoughts on how you see Veter's vertical lift machine being ready to handle these material handling needs in various industries. So let's start with specific features and technologies of your vertical lift machine. What does it have that makes it a unique solution that makes it flexible to various material handling needs? What are some of those features and technologies that are part of the solution? Sure. There, there's a, a number of things. Uh, we've expanded our our carousel offering uh, across the board, and 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 so now we're coming with our our VLM. And uh, we looked around and said, you know, what would be the ideal thing? And 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 we want that to be part of our VLM. So we have hardened steel chains, for instance, that are are going to last and last, and uh, they're going to stand up to you know, you know, thousands and thousands of lifts. And that's what we want is somebody that has a machine that lasts for 30 years and doesn't have to, you know, replace things after 10. Um, but that combined with our servo motors, um, now you're getting super accurate delivery of your tray and retrieval of your tray, you know, over and over and over again. So you're, you're getting accurate delivery and, uh, and less downtime um, because of that. That said, with the servo motors, the 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 lift is operating at uh, at load and at top speed, um, whereas with a regular AC motor, its rated speed is uh, is the tray running empty, is my understanding. So, but that's not uh, a real world application. Real world means there's a thousand pounds on that tray, and and they still want their items just as fast as as uh, as was promised. Yeah, I mean that we have there's. A ton of features on this vertical lift module that we've really thought through, um, and I mean all the way through, through trial, through testing, to, through seeing what the competitors are doing in the market and trying to get a leg up on them and offer something different, unique, um, and all around better for the marketplace. Um, I think the servo motors, as Robin stated, are a huge leg up. Um, they're faster. They run faster. Whether the carrier is fully loaded or it's empty, you're going to get the same speed. Um, they're extreme accurate um, so that gives us a, a huge leg up on the competitors also our uh, our inventory control and our software that we're developing um, is next to none and we also have things with with Veter worth working with Veter that 
aren't just designed in the machine that you can also expect from us. Um, we have a very fast lead time on these VLMs. Uh, we have service techs across the country. We have carousels in every single Lowe's, Home Depot, and Walmart in North America. So we have an extensive network of service techs out there ready to service a unit. If you have a unit go down, you're not waiting days for a tech to come in while your material's stuck inside the lift itself. Um, we can be out there right away. Um, so that, as far as installation goes, we have our installation on these down to three days. So we're in and out of your building quickly. Um, we use Schneider electrical components that can be easily sourced. So you're not waiting for um, electrical component to fix a VLM to come out of Italy or Germany. Or it's it's right here. Um, it's most likely right down the street in in your electrical store. So um, I think those things, not only just the design of our of our unit itself, but also our service capabilities, our, our short lead times, and our uh, our installation team also really make Veter stand out in the vertical lift market. And to add to that, uh, Veter's really known for for building a ro robust product that's going to last a long time. And we've done that same thing with the VLM. We're ready for 95% of, uh, of seismic zones. And uh, we, we can easily reach the, the other 5% as well, if required. Um, so we, you know, we don't want to overbuild our machine for, for everything, but it, it typically is overbuilt. So that means it's ready for um, pretty much any geographic location. The other thing that, uh, that Ryan mentioned is we are really a service-based company. We want your machine to work. Uh, right off the bat, uh, we're not. Uh, we have a two-year warranty, but what we've also added to the VLM is remote diagnostic uh, capability. So if you're having a problem with your machine, it's throwing up an error code. Uh, our service techs can log in, uh, run a diagno uh, diagnosis on it, and say, "Ah, you're having a problem here." Now the problem's half solved. Uh, well, we're sending a, a a technician out to your physical location, or perhaps we can uh, we can solve it and you know diagnose and solve it, you know from here, and uh, and you're not losing any work time. That's a great point. Now, do uh, meeting these challenges head on with something like a vertical lift machine uh, create any domino effects for other aspects of these companies' businesses? Uh, I know you already laid some of those out, but I'm I'm curious on the financial side as well. How does this have the bottom line? How does this impact day-to-day -day OPEX? What are your thoughts there? Absolutely. If a, if a company not only can save space, but they can also uh, reduce their pick time at the same time or increase their part security. Uh, I, know, I know one company that I'm working with, they uh, are adapting uh, more and more uh, carousels and, and VLMs to their facility because they want to know uh, which part is going to which project. Uh, they have a great staff and so forth, but it's so easy to go up to a shelf and say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm building this up for, for this project and I'm building this up for this other project. So I'll just take what I need and off I go. And now those parts are no longer tied uh, into their system as to, as to what project they went to necessarily. And now uh, that that's causing problems for purchasing because they don't know what the inventory levels are. But if you're using a VLM to uh, access your parts and you need them for for a specific project, that's all tied into the software. And now it's it's making for a more predictable environment as far as what you need to order and what your inventory control levels are and or inventory levels are. 
So like I say, when we solve one problem, they're often getting five or six other benefits. Yeah, there, there's absolutely a domino effect. Veter, some in some ways, have changed some of the industry. If if you look inside of a Home Depot or Lowe's, a carousel has changed the way um, some of the biggest manufacturers in the world retail carpet. Uh, if you look inside of uh, a hospital, um, we have hospital bed lifts, thousands of hospital bed lift units across the country, um, and that that came to us as a custom idea of a way to store hospital beds. And now you look at thousands of units sold later, it's really changed that industry and, and how hospitals as a whole store beds. So the domino effect is definitely in place. Some of these units have the capabilities of becoming industry standard throughout their industry. As sales professionals, when you look at the rest of the vertical lift machine market, why does this Veter product stand out to you? What is it about the actual technologies, about any of the tangential, uh, you know, working with Veter reasons that uh, you have come to appreciate working on the sales team? I came across this at at uh, at trade shows and 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 just learning about some of our competitors and so forth. Mm-hmm. Often, some of these machines are made over in Europe, and uh, uh, you look at some of them and they go and you go, "Wow, the design, you know, looks look, looks pretty pretty fancy, like a a fancy sneaker or something." Well, it looks like uh, there there's there's all these features and so forth that could go down, but what Veter and uh, what we've done in North America, perhaps, uh, is made things uh, so they're robust and and heavy and they last. We're we're making a product like, well, I, maybe I shouldn't draw analogies, but uh, you know the the fridge you bought in the fifties, it's still working a fifty years later. Oh, it wasn't that efficient, but now we can make things efficient and make them last. And uh, I think that that that's what we're known for in the industry is is making a big, robust, you know, product that's going to just keep working every day. And I, I think that's what I really you know appreciate about Feeder's lineup. I I agree with you 100%, Rob. And I I think furthermore than just the design um, changes that we've we've outlined already. It's it's a big part of our service. And um, there's also a huge part of Veter that, a huge factor with dealing with Veter that we will look at custom, uh, we'll look at custom operations too. So if you have a, if you have a product in there that they say, look, there's not a machine on the market that can store it, we'll, we'll gladly look at that for you. Um, we have 15 different product lines. So we have anything from vertical lifts for sheet metal, VLMs, bed lifts, carousels. Um, if you have a product, we can store it for you. Uh, whether that's on a VLM or on a carousel, we can figure it out and we will provide you the perfect solution. So um, I would say probably about 40% of the, the jobs I work on are custom in some sort of way. Um, and I think that's what makes us stand out the most from our competitors. A lot of times other companies aren't really looking to get into custom work, uh, one-off machines that they won't build ever again. Um, and that's what that's what sets us apart. We really are looking to provide you with the absolute perfect solution. Um, if that means we're going to build a custom solution for you, then that's what that means and we get it out the door. Last thing I want to bring up with these sets of questions is uh, basically response that you've seen. Uh, how are customers across the industry now responding to Vitor's vertical lift machine for their needs today. Are you hearing that it's meeting most of what they need? Have they expressed any uh, desires for what they want next from Veter as uh, the needs in the industry shift? 
Absolutely. Uh, we're not only are we meeting their needs, but uh, they're uncovering, uh, you know, additional needs. And, and so the product line is just going to keep on developing as, as uh, clients ask us for, uh, you know, additional uh, things that maybe we haven't thought of and maybe that n- nobody else has thought of yet. But uh, like I say, we take those requests uh, and, and they all feed in uh, to our engineers and uh, we get them prioritized. And uh, if the demand is there right now, then, uh, you know, we want to solve that problem for the customer because we know, you know, the next com- customer down the line is going to need it as well. So um, I look at the VLM. Um, just to, to compare it to like a customer will look at it like a heated seat option for their car. They didn't ever think they needed heated seats for their car until they owned a car with heated seats. And then they can't imagine not having that. I think the VLM sort of like that as well. Um, customers don't realize how much more efficient and how much quicker they can get product down, how much they can really reduce that footprint until they actually have one in their facility and are operating with it. Um, they look moving forward, they realize, wow, this is something we absolutely need. Um, with the turnover in the, in the job market these days, I get customers all the time that have purchased a, a lift or a carousel from us at one company, have moved on to start working for another company. And the absolute first call they make when they start at that second company is to us for a carousel or a VLM, because they can't imagine manufacturing the way they were without that product in there. So um, I, I think we're going above and beyond um, customer needs. And once they get it and really get their hands on it, I think the products really speak for themselves. Uh, absolutely. When when a client sees and really understands that the VLM is automatically making the best use of of their space, they go, ah, yeah, that I see how it's really gonna, you know, shrink my store area into a very small footprint. Every product or every item, their height, the height is measured by photo sensors as it's being stored. So the VLM is is taking those dimensions and and remembering them. And the very next tray that goes up into storage is going just about an inch above that that previous item height. And so now you can imagine all of your items are are stacked basically about an inch apart all the way up. Um, whereas if you put it on, you know, say static racking, if you put a, a four inch item in a in a twelve inch space, you've just lost eight inches of space. Where that eight inches is now being used by a VLM, and that's that's really done for the customer automatically. All they have to do now is say, uh, know which part they want, and the, the, the VLM knows where it is and brings it back for them. So it's simple, simple to use and simple to make the best use of their space. So it really solves a lot of problems. And, and once customers see that, once they, uh, once they understand that, they say, yep, that, that's, that's worth putting into my facility. It's, it's definitely investment uh, that's going to, uh, you know, pay them back many times over over the years all right rob and ryan we're almost done with our conversation today i want to turn to veter's customer service approach here to wrap up the conversation uh, because we mentioned it a lot in our last conversation but i really want to ground it with how you and your teams approach uh, delivering a -a one-of-a-kind solution for your end users So do you have any stories of a company with a material handling nightmare or challenge that you were able to help? And what was the overall impact of Veter's not only sales approach, but then just broader integration and service approach? And how has that now set up the company for success? Any stories there really highlighting something crazy? Yeah, absolutely, Daniel. I have 
two that come right to the top of my mind. Um, one was with a company called Champion Windows in California, and they came to us with um, extremely large bundles of bar stock. Um, typically, our bar stock lifts have a 24-inch deep carrier. Um, they were over four feet in depth, and they were 20 feet long. Um, so we're talking about a really big pallet of bar stock that they were currently moving in and out of the building into their saws with with forklifts and they're saying it's just a matter of time until we have an accident and, and someone ends up getting killed over these we need to keep this product on the ground we don't want to lift it in the air with a forklift anymore but at the same time this product has to make its way to six different saws in our facility what can you do and it took us months back and forth with engineering um, back to the customer site visits understanding their throughput and, and how this facility really operated from the time that product was dropped off on the truck till the time the finished window or door went out of the door. So um, we we provided them with a few custom vertical lifts um, at, at really large dimensions that nobody in our industry was willing to touch. Our customers said he'd gone everywhere, overseas, um, everywhere, looking for somebody to take on the challenge and nobody would. Uh, we took on the challenge and we succeeded greatly with it. It's a good customer and the product was something I was really proud of being in that facility with those units um, was something to be proud of, um, both for myself and for the company. So um, that was that was the success story where we really took a unique situation and a, and a custom problem and, and turned it into a, a new design for us in a new unit. The other one that's right on top of my head was a recent project. Um, the Miami Dolphins contacted us for their football team, and they were having uh, trouble with their trunk storage. So when they would get ready for an away football game, they would put all the helmets and pads in these rolling trunks. Well, these rolling trunks were ground level and they were filling up their equipment room and they had nowhere to go with it. So we actually took our bedlift design, um, changed the specs a little bit so that they could wheel these trunks of football equipment into um, into the bed lift, which is now a trunk lift, so they could put three deep and go up five different levels high. So all of a sudden, when we would take a room, and before and after pictures are amazing, of just trunks all over ground level, um, we could take them, condense them into four units where they're stacked up and all their equipment's in there. Um, that particular job, we painted their colors. It blended in perfectly in their facility, and it was a huge success. That has led us to quoting NFL teams and other major league sports teams all across the country on equipment storage lifts now. So um, with that custom solution, as we talked earlier about that domino effect, that has started a domino effect. Um, most of these equipment guys work together. They go to conferences together. And now the Dolphins are proudly showing off how they took a huge issue, um, got a custom solution from us, and are now showing it off to other teams. And we're quoting other teams on, on the same exact product. So um, those are two success stories that we took a unique issue, made a custom product, and really, um, really had great results with them. Absolutely. Uh the I mentioned the printing and converting. Um, we have a couple of solutions uh, for that industry for print cylinders that are very heavy. They're often uh, you know five hundred to a thousand pounds or more, and then there's sleeves that go on top of them. And so as we get to know those clients, we we find that they have you know multiple dimensions, could be varying in widths, could be varying varying in diameters, and when we can track down just the right solution to uh, to match all of their equipment uh, so that they can, uh, you know, touch a button, 
bring bring down whatever cylinder they need for it to work with that day and put it back safely um, and reduce that retrieval time from say 15 minutes you know to get it and 15 minutes to put away safely and now we can get that back you know down to five minutes you know it's a real big win for the customer and uh, you see clients uh, saying okay we're moving facilities can you move this old one and can you give us a new one now um, and so that that's it's really great when you can find and just just that right solution for the customer but but then you realize you know like i say there's there's uh 10 15 20 100 customers lined up after that we're going to need that same uh, same or similar solution all right robin ryan i think that does it for our conversation today on veter's vlm solutions and how they are meeting today's material handling needs. So I appreciate both of you joining us, giving us your insights today. Again, we've been chatting with Robin Chestnut and Ryan O'Donnell, both part of Veter's sales team. Thanks again for your time. And Robin, Ryan, if uh, folks want to find out more about Veter's uh, VLM solutions, get in touch, how can they do so? The best way is to go to storevertical.com. Uh, there's a link there. We try to get back to you uh, within 24 hours, um, and uh, and we'll reach out and we'll, we'll converse about you know just your exact needs. But storevertical.com uh, is the quickest way to do it. Absolutely, perfect. Robin Chestnut, Ryan O'Donnell, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks a bunch. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of Vertical with Veter, a Veter podcast. If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, make sure that you're heading to our website, storevertical.com, and subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.